Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Stop beating yourself up for your mistakes. So as high achieving men, it is can be easy to get down on ourselves for stuff we've done. Maybe it was really bad. Maybe it was not that bad. But we tend to have a habit of really getting down on ourselves, which creates some pretty significant issues that we're going to talk about today. Uh, so my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in my program, the Strong Men, Strong Marriages program. Guys are feeling closer spiritually, mentally, and emotionally with their wives. It is so fun to watch this happen. Uh, it's just, I'm really grateful for the work I do. It's really fun to see these changes happen for these guys. Um, guys are having fun birthday parties together as a family. Uh, when I picture that and just kind of see this gentleman, you know, just having this party with his, you know, birthday party with his daughter, you know, that's what this is about, you know, creating those great memories, being the type of guy that, you know, you set the example for generations to follow. Uh, wives are cooking for their husbands for the first time in a long time. Uh, fun win there. Wives are going to church with their husbands for the first time in a long time. Guys are moving back in together after separation. Guys are planning a future together where they hadn't really had those discussions for a long time. Guys are having fun date nights after years of going without any date nights. Okay. Big changes happen when you come in, you build your strength, you build your communication intimacy skills. You become a strong, attractive guy that knows how to have a great relationship, all while living true to Christian values. That's what we teach in the program. So for me, you know, my wife and I had some conflicts this week as come, happens in marriage, but able to turn those into more connection. Um, that's the skill. Look, you're two different people. You're always going to have conflicts, but to be able to turn those into more connection at the end, now you've got the recipe for a great marriage that continues to grow and strengthen throughout your lives. All right. So right now, you're probably you know feeling bad about some of your past mistakes. Okay, so maybe that's the mosquito cycle where you recognize, oh shoot, you know, I have been doing quote unquote nice things for my wife, cooking, cleaning, doing the laundry and all that. But really behind that, I did have that motivation to get attention, appreciation, affection, and sex back. I started getting mad when I didn't get that from her, felt like I deserved it from her. And so when I didn't get it, I acted out, I got mad, I I was angry or I turned to pornography or other women. And now I feel terrible about that. So I better go start doing nice things for her again. That's the mosquito cycle. So if you're doing that, that sounds familiar. Very common. Most guys do. And then guys will beat themselves up. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better. This was wrong. You know, I'm such a bad husband. Uh, pornography. A lot of guys feel really bad about this, especially Christian guys. You know, they know, oh man, you know, I don't want to do that. I know it's wrong. I just keep getting drawn into it. I feel terrible. Uh, losing your temper. Oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have yelled at my wife. I shouldn't have yelled at my kids. I shouldn't have thrown that lamp on the ground affairs. Okay. This one definitely, you know, you can fall into beating yourself up about a lot. Oh my gosh. Like, look what I did to my wife. Look what I did to my kids. You know, look at the, look what's going to happen to me spiritually because of this or with church or not prioritizing your wife. Oh man. Yeah. I really haven't put her as a priority. I put work first or friends first or whatever. 
So you just start telling yourself, man, I should I should have known better. This was wrong. This was this was so bad. You know, I and, and this this is a big one. Like I should have known better. I should not have done that. Um, should gets you in trouble a lot. So here's why this doesn't work. You're kind of thinking that if you sort of like increase the pain around your past, it'll remind you not to do it again. Okay, I really don't want to look at pornography again. So if I if I shame myself into it, that'll probably stop me from doing it. Problem is when you increase that shame and guilt, it's an uncomfortable feeling and pornography helps you get out of that uncomfortable feeling. Same thing with a lot of these negative behaviors. So anger outbursts, um, you know, like we talked about pornography or uh, affairs, you know, a lot of that is about trying to escape uncomfortable emotion And so when you beat yourself up and increase that negative emotion, it actually increases the chance that you're going to go and do that negative behavior again. Okay. So that's a big reason why this strategy doesn't work. So yeah, that shame and guilt, it's uncomfortable, makes you more likely to do those negative things again. Okay. Or saying like, oh, I've ruined things. There's nothing left for me, you know? The other thing is that it's it's a really not a very attractive feeling state to be in. It doesn't feel good to feel guilt and shame. It also keeps you stuck, okay? Because it doesn't really offer you any escape out. It's just like that was wrong. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But doesn't you don't offer yourself any real alternative to change? And so you're just stuck in that same spot. Oh, that was wrong. That was wrong. You're so bad for doing that, okay? And again, feeling guilty and shaming and self loathing. You know, it's not particularly attractive to your wife. Like people want to see that you're remorseful for mistakes you've made, but when you stay stuck there and just continually beat yourself up, you know, that's not very attractive. It actually becomes too much about you, right? It also creates a negative relationship with yourself. So if you're like, I got to beat some sense into myself, you kind of start feeling like you're not really safe with yourself. You're going to talk negatively. You're going to talk meanly about yourself. And so then that relationship becomes strained with yourself. And what that creates is problems with self-confidence and self-esteem. So if you feel like, yeah, I wish I had more confidence. I wish I had more self-esteem. And you find yourself often talking negatively to yourself about your past mistakes. That's a big reason why you're having low self-confidence, low self-esteem. So you have that negative self-talk around your past. The other thing that happens when you're in this, oh, I'm so bad cycle is if you apologize to people, you tend to make it about you. And I see this a lot where guys will say, oh, I looked at pornography. I feel so bad. I feel so awful for doing that. And you don't step out of yourself to see how that hurt other people. You're so focused on how it hurt you and how bad you feel about it. It's kind of a selfish thing. Sometimes there's some mosquito motivation here too, that if you beat yourself up enough, then other people will come rescue you from that, which again, same problems, right? That's you're dependent on other people for your self-worth instead of yourself because you're talking so negatively about yourself. So other people do have to rescue you so you can feel better, right? So lots of problems with beating yourself up about your past, um, not attractive, mosquito cycle, selfish, keeps you stuck, um, also makes it more likely for you to go back to your negative behaviors. So what do you do instead? Because you don't, 
I'm not saying, oh, we'll just, you know, say everything you did was fine because, you know, pornography affairs, uh, anger outbursts, they're, they're not fine, right? They don't get you the results that you want in your life. It's not who you want to be. So how do you approach this? So a good thing is to just kind of picture that past you in those mistakes. Just say, okay, like there I was, I was upset and I looked at pornography. And then just imagine actually loving that past version of yourself instead of like, oh, that person, he's so bad and and I need to separate myself and say, I'm not that guy anymore. That was the old me. This is the new me. Instead of that, say, no, like that was me. And that was a younger, less mature version of me. Okay. It's like, it's like looking at yourself as a two-year-old and being like, oh, like he's so stupid. You know, he can't walk well. Listen, now he talks, you know, he can't, his sentences don't even make sense. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't like watch an old movie of yourself and be like, oh, that kid's so stupid. <laughs> like, um, but this is what we do to ourselves in, you know, if it was a year ago or uh, six months ago or a week ago or five years ago, you know, just kind of like beating ourselves up. Oh, that was so stupid. That guy's so dumb. Like it just doesn't, doesn't work. You want to love that past version of yourself. Say, Hey, yeah, that was a version of me. I was hurting. I turned to pornography to feel better. You know, I could understand that. Like you can love that past version. You see that guy looking at the computer, just be like, yeah, I can still love him. You know, he was hurting. He turned to that for an escape. Okay. Yeah. You made mistakes, but you were, and still are lovable through that. You were less mature at that time. Okay. And really just like imagining being there with that past self, giving that past version of you a hug, like seeing you on that computer, you know, looking at that pornography, feeling awful after, and just like, go give that guy a hug and just be like, look, yeah, you made a mistake, but I'm still here. I still love you. Right. Or picture God doing that or picture Jesus doing that. Like just think of how Jesus treated sinners. He didn't come in there. Oh, you're so bad. You're so awful. You don't have any hope. Never, never approached it that way. Always came in with love of like, Hey, you know what? I'm here for you. Best example I think is how he treated the woman who was caught in adultery. They're just like, Hey, I don't condemn you, but let's make some changes. Showed love, right? Not judgment. So that's how you want to be towards yourself. Show love for that past self. Yeah, that's a that's a version of me, and I can love that version of me. You know, seeing yourself more like a child, a child of a child of God who God loves, right? And you're trying to mimic that love for yourself. So, why does this work? It works because love does motivate change. Okay, when you can say, "Hey, yeah, that was the younger version of me. That was a less mature version of me." And I can still love that version of me. Yeah, that did used to be me. Instead of like, oh, that was me. That's not me anymore. It's like, no, that was me. It was just a younger, less mature version. And that's okay. This is a development process. This is a growth process. I'm growing through that now. I might make that same mistake again. That's okay. You know, in the grand scheme of things, like compared to God, compared to Jesus, we're all kids. You know, as far as eternity goes, we're babies. So are we going to make the same mistakes a bunch of times? Probably. Can we still love ourselves through that? Absolutely. 
Okay? It works a lot better than beating yourself up. So again, beating yourself up, remember, generates all those negative things, low self-confidence, more likely for you to make a mistake again, versus love lets you integrate that past version of you, lets you say, okay, yeah, that was part of me and that's okay. And now I'm growing and learning and uh, learning some new tools that I'm going to use next time. I might make that mistake again and that's okay. I'll learn from that and keep going forward. Love is healing, right? It doesn't beat you up. So look, you did something wrong. That's okay. Love yourself and learn from it. Okay. Love, it's it's more powerful and it's a more attractive emotional state. You know, that that woman in adultery, you know, if Jesus would have said, Oh, well, now you're going to hell, you know, what's the point of that? You know, did she like God says he sent Jesus not to condemn the world, right? But to save the world through love. This is what we're talking about. You know, when you come and you condemn yourself, it's not useful. It's kind of stepping in the place of God. It's kind of ignoring what God sent Jesus for, which is for you to progress and love yourself and move forward and grow. So when you feel that love, it's actually more powerful it motivates you to change more. You know, that woman was like, man, that was my God as my savior and he didn't condemn me. So yeah, now I want to honor him and live in this way. Okay. Maybe she made that mistake again. Who knows? But you know, Jesus says, forgive 70 times seven. And he's willing to do that or else he wouldn't have asked us to do it. So see it as growth, right? Love yourself through it. So this is not saying it's right or good to do wrong or sin. It's just saying, hey, you're learning, you're growing. Jesus took care of this. He took care of these sins already. That's what he came for, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. See yourself as that child because you are in the big scheme of things. Again, compared to eternity, you're a tiny baby. You're learning, you're growing. That's okay. Me too. I'm learning and growing. That's okay. That's what this is about. You're a child of God. I'm a child of God. Love ourselves through that. Okay. The other thing too, is when you're coming from a place of love, when you're loving yourself around it, like, Hey, yeah, I was looking at pornography. That was wrong. I can love myself through it. Also, let me look at how that impacted other people. Man, you know, that probably really hurt my wife that she couldn't trust me. And she probably thought I was looking at it this way. You can get into other people's shoes more when you're coming from a place of love instead of a place of self condemnation. Okay. So, To be able to do this, you need some skills. You need the spiritual strength to be able to forgive yourself and trust in God's love and his love of you as his son. He does have it. It can take some practice to really believe this. And part of the program, every day we connect more with God so we get to know God, know who he is better. Build up that spiritual strength. Next, you need that mental and emotional strength to take back control of your thoughts and emotions. So we can redirect your thinking from, oh, you're such a loser for doing that to, hey, that was a learning process. I can love myself through it and learn a lesson and keep growing. And that's exciting. Okay. I can love myself through it. I cannot make it so much about me, but see how it impacts other people. Try to make that right. Okay. That's growth. That's what we're looking for. Not just telling yourself how bad you are for what you did. Okay. Which again, generates low self-esteem, low self-worth versus this generates high self-esteem, high self-worth of like, yeah, that was me. And I'm still growing. I'm still loved. I'm still the uh, son of God. And I'm learning, I'm growing. So, but it does take practice, takes mental, emotional strength to really adjust that thinking 
rewire your brain in that way. So 2 Corinthians 10.5 talks about taking every thought captive to obey Christ. That's really what we do in the program. We help you train your thinking so that you direct it the way that um, God wants you to. So you also need communication skills. You need self-communication and a better self-relationship, which is how you talk to yourself. Um, so that will build your self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem. You also need communication skills to apologize the right way to people you've hurt by your past actions. Instead of being whiny and making it about you, which you tend to do when you're beating yourself up about it. So there's other skills to learn as well. You know, intimacy skills, bringing fun, flirting, passion back. But today we're talking mainly about these ones, you know, trust, self-esteem, self-confidence, managing your thoughts, and emotions. These are foundational communication, expressing yourself, apologizing for past mistakes, right? Apologizing to yourself, right? Giving yourself love through it. So these are things that you're going to learn in strong men, strong marriages. You're going to come out and you're become a spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually stronger man while living through these Christian principles. <clears throat> you're also going to build your communication and intimacy skills so you can create a marriage with sexual, mental, and emotional intimacy, which you will do. If you come in, you build these strengths, you build these skills. It's just going to happen, right? So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com or click the link in the show notes, fill out an application, we will review the application and get back to you with your best next steps, how you can join us in building your strengths and skills and really join in that mission. You know, the mission of strong men, strong marriages for us to be strong and loving leaders of our homes, enjoy sexual and mental, emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy with our wives, you know, be great examples to our kids, have that great, strong, loving relationship with them. Be examples to the world of what real manhood is. The world needs good male role models we want to step into that as we follow Christ Okay, creating a better world through stronger families and preparing the world for the second coming of Jesus. So if you want to be part of that mission, come join us. Strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Visit the link in the show notes. All right. Stay strong, men, and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.